Got the boy Trail Sav here. Got the boy Tyler here. Yo, what's up, y'all? Happy New Year. New Year and Yep, and Daytrail's here. He's and he's in he's in the groove right now. I think it's probably Overwatch. I'm <laughs> oh no, damn. <laughs> Look, G. Look, I know I don't game no more, but G, I'm good on Overwatch too, G, and that's sweatiness. But be on the lookout for the pack of uh, Black Otakus this week because I'm a I want Cam and Daytra to explain this new patch that got them frustrated. But anyway, we're gonna go ahead and get into some wrestling bullshit because once again, it's always the product outside the ring sometimes trumps what goes on inside the ring. So, and the community has been in their feelings for the past two three days. Because one, Vincent Kennedy McMahon has said, Hey bitches, I'm about to get my I'm about to get my spot back. And that man is now back in uh part of the board of the WWE and dropped a press release as well, which niggas don't read, by the way. I'm glad that I'm a reading man. But uh Yeah. Very essential. Vince McMahon Released in his press. Hold up, Daytra. Can't hear you. Okay, yeah. I just think everybody want to be a. Um, what is that type of page called? Dirty. When everybody just a page that try to farm likes and retweets. Oh, engagement pages. Yeah, they're trying to be an engagement page. Yeah. That's it. Like nobody. That, if you read it, it literally said, now one, this man can literally flip the table and say, no, nah, I want to be a part of the creative too. But it's, it's, it's to the point when I understand why Vince, because though he relinquished his duties, that's like his active duties as running a company as CEO and creative and stuff like that, he still don't have that title. He still don't have that title as head of creative. He still don't have that title as a CEO. He's just a head board member, which he still... Which he re- which he kind of relinquished that to an extent, but I can understand why he did come back because of the fact that they want um what is that called? Oh, they bought this potentially sell or um, TV deals is up to the TV deals is about to come up potentially sell or get a new TV deal. Which I, I understand why they didn't want Vincent Kenny McMahon in there. Right. Yep. And that's literally what said in the press release, and even before it was official today, where it said he wants involvement with the new deal or sale. So either way, which has been rumblings either or of, hey, yeah, WD gonna be up for sale for the past three years. On top of that, the TV deal been rumored for the past been up 
new been in the news for like the past week. And of course, I want the nigga who's been making sure the TV deals go right, go right, even though Nick yeah, Nick Khan has played a role in that too. But the man knows what to say to, to USA and Fox. He knows. He knows. And and also suppose it was a contract that literally states that he cannot get involved in anything else outside of sales or uh, a sale or TV deal. Other than that, he cannot do anything else involved in that product. So niggas just showed that they could not read, but like Datra said, niggas just wanted to over over exaggerate the situation, like as if he was gonna pop up on SmackDown, yank Triple H off the uh, gorilla spot, hop up in the on the eight o'clock hour of SmackDown, and sit there and say, "I'm back, bitches." That's how y'all niggas acted. Yeah, That's it how was like all was y'all acted. Kind of people was coming off like they just want to be outraged about some shit. It's like it's Pretty not much. like all you had to do was read. That was it. That's all I did was read the article. Okay. Literally, but you niggas don't like to read. Simple as that. Like, situation regardless, man. Like, I at the end of the day, I, y'all know me. I wasn't even watching the shit when Vince Man was there. So it's not like me capping for a Vince McMahon led company. I was not watching the shit. I will leave when I will not come if y'all talking wrestling. Or I will leave when y'all start wrestling. Cause y'all not watching that shit. It was ass. And I, I still believe, and you know, it would be ass if he do take it over again completely, which I don't think he'd do. One, I think his his confidence in the company being able to move without him is there now. Like it, it's still growing. Clash of the Castle, a big major pay per view, still successful. And that's that's all that matter. Like, and that's all I think they wanted to see was was that get successful and stuff like that. So. What, I think that's what he wanted to see was it be successful without him, and which it is. And thank God, you know, that the company can move on without him. And hopefully he don't be, this is my company, or he making a TV deal where he have to be head or creative or something like that, which is a weird, you know, villainy type of thing to do. But it's Vincent Kennedy McMahon, so villainy is his middle name. And exactly. that's what he fucking do, so... But um, yeah, man. Like I just think it was a lot of overreactions. Like I said, that's that's what it is, though. People want to farm engagement. That's the type of Twitter people work. That's the type of people like believe what Twitter should be is like farming engagement and getting your jokes off and how many likes I got instead of just like like literally having a decent. Cause it's all there. That's the thing that was pissing me off. It's like it's all. There. It said nothing about creative. And people are so scared about or CEO. <laughs> other than this man, I mean, other than Triple H bringing back a little bit of mid, it's been some fire, but mostly a little bit of mid, and we ain't going through the same thing each month. Right. I mean, going through the same thing each Saturday. I mean, not Saturday, Monday. It's really no different. The D, the WWE style of wrestling is still the same, so. You know, my bad for talking about it a lot. I mean, longer than y'all did, but it just it it pisses me off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause you hit everything that need to be said. Niggas just kind of overdid it, and it is like for engagement. Do everything else. 
like they made it worse than it really needed to be in regards to that. But let's go ahead and transition to somebody else who is back. Somebody else who decided to show up to work. Somebody who, who wants to work. At least it seemed like at the moment she wants to work. She showed up to work. She went to the plane to west of out this country and went to Tokyo to go to Wrestle Kingdom uh, New Year's. I mean, Wrestle Kingdom, a.k.a. New Japan's huge opening event for the year to pull up and introduce herself as Mercedes, Mercedes Monet. One, a.k.a. formerly known as Sasha Banks, is back after rumors of the fact that her contract will be officially up and she'll be a free agent January 1st. She popped up three days afterwards in Japan and with a new theme song, new wig, and uh, a horrible finishing move uh, all together. But Sasha Banks is back as Mercedes Monet and the internet ate that shit up. It There literally was a headline that stated Sasha Banks is the only thing being talked about in New Japan, and this is not good. And I and I cracked up laughing because I'm like, this is what y'all wanted. Though. This is what y'all wanted. Audience for New Japan is also very niche. Like, it's not like an AEW audience in which they believe is going to be a seismic shift in the wrestling community if he become if when Sasha Banks if she go or where she go. You know what I'm saying? It's not like that. So, like, so people have this preconceived notion that motherfuckers gonna really care outside the first two days, outside her first real match. It's not gonna be a lot of caring at all. Yeah, I definitely so, agree. It's, like, it's, it, it's not like a, a a knock at Sasha. It's more of a just the way wrestling is. They really don't care unless it's somebody really big. I mean, not even really big. Like, like if we talk about who, as a company, they lost. They lost Mox. Things went on. I don't know if you want to say Mox is a bigger star, a, a, a better star. That's not the conversation I'm, I'm trying to have. I don't know if you want to say Mox is a... Uh, uh, a transitional Disney star like Sasha Banks is, even though you know, no Disney movie. But you know, I don't know if that's what you want to do. <laughs> but what I do, what I do want to say is that they also lost Brian. Nothing happened. They lost Steve Austin in his prime. Treated that nigga like a treated that talk like, that nigga down like he was a slave. Hollywood, unfortunately. For the worst of Hollywood, nothing happened. Like they they lost Roman to cancer. Nothing happened. So like, well, he didn't die of cancer, but you know what I mean. He was gone. He was out for a minute for cancer, and then also out when the pandemic was busting. He said, "Yeah, I'm good on this. Fuck y'all." Yeah, he he went to, he went into remission. So like, it is what it is. Like, there's no. This and now, like, I'm happy for Sasha. Finally, she get to do whatever she wants to do, and we could end off a of Sasha watch. I know that's more peaceful for her. I don't like I said. I don't have. I don't think that of anybody. Daniel Bryan is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. 
I don't think there will ever be a situation in which WWE be like, damn it. God damn it. God damn it. They should have never, they should have never let that go. Like, I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, like people, guys are going to come and go all the time. And a champ, and a, a legit, a champion say, I don't want to be here no more. Like a, a, a person holding a belt. Mm-hmm. Man. I don't. Yeah, that's a different story. It, if it's a person holding the belt, then that's a different conversation that you know they gotta have. Like it's a champion saying peace out. So, other than that, like I said, it's not as not as big as everybody want to make it out to be. Yeah, but, like overall. But I'm happy for, and that, yeah. that Sailor Moon shirt is fire. Yeah, I'm happy that I she, seen that. G. I might have to cop that. Not even gonna hold you you can cop that shit. Go ahead. You as a grown ass man. This year I want to. I actually need to up my wrestling tee game because I haven't bought a wrestling t shirt in, in some years. That's unfortunate. Because I need to still catch up on my bloodline t shirts. Either or, you trying to start with? They need the WWE need to go ahead and create a bloodline pack. I don't. It could be a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. I will probably buy that. I need all the shirts. My brother called me. Oh, okay. But yeah, either or. But shout out to Sasha being back. Um, she will be having her first match in Japan against Kyrie. Kyrie Sane, uh, I think next month or in a couple months. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and also, we still have to see if she will be supposedly Saray's surprise tag team partner <laughs> uh, this week on AEW. So that's another situation in itself in terms of Sasha Watch isn't officially over, but we're almost out, G. We're almost done. But all I'm going to say is this. If Tony Khan poorly mishandled the CM Punk situation, I can't wait to see how he mishandles Sasha Banks or Mercedes in the AEW locker room where women are literally the bottom of the totem pole. And I mean, when I say the bottom of the totem pole, the bottom of the totem pole. With a Britt Baker who believes she is Charlotte Tear <laughs> in terms of a star. <laughs> and then also you have Jade who's just arguably should be the big star in that company. I want to see how this unfolds. <laughs> I do. I really do. So, that's it. Mercedes slash Sasha Watch is on for another week. And hopefully this shit's over with. So, immediately. I need this to be done on the first hour of AEW with that with whoever that tag team partners. Because if I see Tony Storm get her ass kicked, we know what's about to happen. We know what's about to happen. But with that said, Sasha needs to show up to work. I it's good that you appeared, but I need you to show up to work when things get don't go your way. That's all. Anything you want to add, Tyler? Uh, her attire was fire. I enjoyed that. Yeah, the attire was decent, but we need that move, that finishing move. But that finishing move, that if that's gonna be a new finishing move. That's just ass. I gotta go back and rebut because I didn't even see. She the whole botched thing. the fuck out of it. And over with the belt. To me, why am I about to put somebody in what looks like the crucifix? I think it was the the gory bomb 
when you could just and then flip flip them over for a DDT. That's not gonna work. And she's too little to do something like that. I think I've seen that move before, and that move barely looks appealing in the video game. So yeah, I don't, I don't exactly. So no, so yeah. I'm good on it. But anyway, regardless, if you, if Sasha Banks tries to pull the disappearing act in Japan, the yakuza are going to hunt her <laughs> ass down. It's one Vince McMahon ain't gonna chase you. The Yakuza are gonna chase her ass down and throw her ass in that ring. So, don't play with the Yakuza. Yeah, like you, you, you come here. That many dates. That's what she probably looking for. Don't have that many dates, so she don't have to work. Um, you know that's that's natural that ten of the reason why she. It's so it's so weird, man. She I, she got what she wanted. We never know the reason she is the way she is, but. Until she pops Everybody up on the FTR podcast and then spills all the tea finally. We will see. It's to be seen. We'll see. We're going to see. Once she's on the FTR. y'all get to watch the, uh, the Kenny Omega will Austin match No. The only thing, only thing that happened in that New Japan situation was Sasha Banks spawning. All the other shit don't matter. It okay, don't matter. It does not matter. It don't matter. So, it is what it is. But, um, matter of fact, hold on. I've been wanting to use this. That's just what it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's just what it is. Sasha's there. Sasha's at New Japan. That's just what it is. <laughs> so, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, other news. Uh, Money in the Bank is going to be in the O2 Arena. I believe that's in London. I believe. Yep. Yeah, so the O2 Arena yeah, in London. For the year. So that's going to be really dope. That um, was quick, too. They did say right away that they were planning on doing another UK show, and that, they, they figured that yeah, out. Yeah, they said quick. they wanted to do like two or three non blood money uh, overseas pay per views or events. So here's one. So we'll see where that goes. So either way, that that's a really great look. So shout out to Walter Wanting Money in the Bank. <laughs> I do also with the money in the bank. Uh, before we talk about what's currently going on, let's go back in the past. I'm back on my WCW rewatch, and this shit is getting more and more painstakingly tough to watch. That's all I will say. So, I've watched from February, and I'm currently on the March 6th episode of Nitro. Goldberg is still out, huh? Or 2000? 2000. 99 This is 2000. This is 2000. This is 2000. So, Goldberg is still out because this is, he he was out because of, the, uh, he punched, uh, he punched a car, a car window and it was an actual car window, not like, you know, the staged one, you know, just to prove a point. So, he's still out because of that. So, with that being said, Who's caring? Who's your core WCW stars? Sid Vicious is your WCW heavyweight champion. Sid Vicious in 2000 is your WCW champion. With Jeff Jeff Jarrett is your United States champion. I'm not mad at Jeff Jarrett being United States champion. I'm not mad at that. But he is fighting Sid Vicious for 
the WCW belt for the past two months. Kevin Nash is currently out with injury. Scott Hall is Scott Hall, unfortunately. R.I.P. to Scott Hall, by the way. Um, yeah. Billy Kidman is, they're trying to make Billy Kidman some neck, new rising star. <laughs> yeah, that that's disgusting in itself. Uh, there's the, um, for some odd reason, Ric Flair is Lex Luger's sidekick. Like, Ric Flair is Lex Luger's sidekick, and this is probably one of the most nastiest things ever. Because he's literally riding Lex Luger's meat. While Lex Luger's in a feud with Hulk Hogan still. And he's feuding with Sting in the process of this. This is really bad WCW TV. Because I really want you guys to factor in what's going on in early 2000 for WWE at this time. This is the beginning of Triple H's reign of terror. We just lost Tyler. So with that said, I'm just going to continue explaining what's going on here. But WCW's really, really fucking ass right now. Yeah, I don't know where the hell Tyler went. I think his internet went out. So, uh, or he, his phone died. One of the two. I don't know. But this WCW shit is really ass. And I really just see why things is just horribly, horribly going wrong. Especially when you have Terry Funk old ass on TV going against not gold dust Dustin Reynolds. Dustin Rhodes, I mean. Not Reynolds. I don't know why I call him Reynolds. Rhodes. So, this is your core product that you're having on TV uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, okay, Tyler's back, y'all. My bad. Hold on. Let me connect my headphones. Okay. But either way, this is horrible bad TV. And this is, and they were competing against peak heel Triple H. Well, early evil Triple H here. On a weekly basis. This is what they wanted to compete with. I feel bad. Also, this Booker T uh, lost his name. He's just Booker. And he has generic black trunks on because his brother Stevie Ray wanted to be the star. And said he wanted. He thought he was David Ruffin when he's actually Otis. And he brought two other random niggas from the Temptations that nobody gave a fuck about. So it was like <laughs> one involving. Why did he lose the T in his in his booker? I forgot. Oh, because uh, what's that nigga name who was in WWE that Farouk beat up and sent him off? Um, the black dude. Um, said who? The black dude who's in WWE. He was supposed to be the next big thing, but Farouk beat his ass, and Vince don't like people getting their uh, ass kicked. Ahmed Johnson. Yeah, Ahmad Johnson. He went over to WCW out of shape and fat, and they called him Big T. So he took Booker T's T in his name. <laughs> and then some random nigga who was in No Limit, who was part of No Limit Records, he joined Harlem Heat. And this was literally the worst idea ever because they whooping Booker T's ass on a nightly basis. Oh, my God. That's. I need to actually go back and see that for myself because that just bro, sounds like a the shit in question. context is worse. Yeah. Like it's sad. out of context, that sounds bad. It's really bad. So this is what this is what they chose to compete with. You got to factor in what was going on in WWF in two thousand. 
Triple H was finding himself as a heel. This is peak McMahon Helmsley era. Uh, I think the you Rock. Said this was around like February. This is February, so this is early. So February weekend, we had we just got done with that with the no we had we February in WWE it would be no way out two thousand it was that Triple H versus uh McFoley. Yes, himself. you was getting that shit. The Rock was still doing his thing. I think Kurt Angle started Angle coming around too. On his way to winning both of those. Uh, yeah, Kurt Angle himself. was making his run. Like, bro, this is what you was competing against. <laughs> I want y'all to think about this. This is what they wanted to compete against. Ass. Ass. <laughs> so, anyway. Now let's talk about the current mid that's going on with uh, this past week in wrestling. So... As we're recording, SmackDown is on, but we'll start back from last week. Uh, John Cena, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. And I thought Ray. y'all was. I thought you were gonna say John Cena was a bald and I was gonna say you're lying. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna say John Cena was bald and even though there was a big ass ball spot in his head, wasn't because he was balding for a movie role. That's so. yeah. I wasn't gonna say that. No. But it, no, I, that's I'm, why I'm, I was, not, I'm not coping right now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my goat. Either way, John Cena versus Kevin Owens versus Roman and uh, Sammy capped off the final uh, WWE TV show of the year. Very fun match. Uh, gave us what we needed. John Cena did five moves in Doom. Uh, Kevin Owens not wanting to properly do the five knuckle shuffle is hilarious, uh, and also just Roman selling for John Cena because hey he respects Cena, let Cena do his shit off, and overall it was a good episode of SmackDown. Uh, Hit Row still being the butt of the jokes and uh fr- and uh Francis is in his feelings. Uh, he might block us on Twitter after if he hears of this, but fuck him. Uh, he got his feelings and wanted to challenge Ricochet because he felt the type of way that Ricochet being a, as we call an alternate Negro, uh, was laughing at him. <laughs> so, he felt the type of way about that. <laughs> but if Ricochet was real, he said, my fits are better than y'all's. Well, no, they dress like the mascot for TJ Maxx. Fucked up. Uh, sales section. No, they dress like niggas who can't dress, <laughs> who who buy expensive clothes, don't know how to put them together, and just be like this and this. <laughs> that's what they. That's how they dress. Either way, uh, other than that, like it was a, last week's episode of SmackDown was cool. Now let's fast yeah, forward to the first Raw of the new year. You said what time? I said it was Charlotte. Charlotte yeah. came back last. Oh, and Charlotte, our oh, big bad Charlotte came back. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about Big Bad Charlotte popping up saying, hey, hey, when I come back, that belt mine. No if ands, or buts about it. <laughs> and gave uh, Rhonda the big boot. Gave her as a hey, that arm bar, roll up, bitch. And said, that belt mine, move on. So, <laughs> let's see where things go in regards to that. Because I don't think... Charlotte popped up on TV yet. If she did, we'll get no, to it. She just defended her belt against Sonya Deville tonight. See? Even defending her belt 
Well, Charlotte, well, Ronda was doing the same shit. Either way, let's go to Raw. So, first Raw of the year opens up with Bloodline saying, hey, look, we, we, we back here whooping niggas' ass. We whooping niggas' ass. And, <laughs> and which led... do a damn thing about it. And nobody did a damn thing about it, uh, which led to a few matches that Adam Pierce, who's growing a backbone, said, hey, Solo, you gonna fight uh, Elias in a street fight, in a Mute City street fight. Got his ass whooped. Then we had the uh, Street Profits and Kevin Owens versus the Usos and Sammy, which was a good match. Enjoyed it. Shout out to that. And uh, but Tyler, go ahead and fill in anything else on Raw because I'm going on a blank. Oh, and shout out to uh, 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 we started off the the first match of the show actually uh, Alexa versus uh, Bianca and uh, Raw Women's Championship match. Which they reenact a scary movie. Uh, uh, I think scary movie three or four. Our demons are coming back. She's taking them out on folks. Uh, so that's gonna be interesting because I wasn't. Um, they've been teasing it for a while, but I didn't. I kind of didn't know where it was going. It's still. It's this Bray Wyatt stuff is really slow burning, which it usually is. But it's getting in the mania season. They probably setting him up for a for a, a stable return of some sort. So, uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, what else happened on Raw? Yeah. Oh, wow. and like some of the uh, the backstage segments, you would casually see Adam Pierce talking to MVP for the last couple weeks, and this week uh, he was talking to MVP Shelton and Cedric. So that's it's it's, it's getting to the uh, it's teasing you know the the hurt business return, which is gonna be fire. Which, by the way, or it's almost <laughs> development. I don't know. Said that man. Hey, look, bro, you still look too green, too green. But anyway, so SmackDown still going on. Open up with Roman pretty much saying, "Y'all niggas lost, not me." Daniel was about to send Sammy to God, but Kevin Owens intervened, and pretty much now it's officially we're getting. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Roman at Royal Rumble. Who's seen that coming? Uh, I think they're gonna have a contract signing before the before the match. They probably gonna add a stipulation to that match. It's always gotta be stipulation. Probably, we'll see. Either or, I'm, I'm all for. I wouldn't be shocked if Roman is like, I'm tired of you. I want your career, and and they put on like a career career belt situation. No, you just signed. You it's, just it's gonna lead into Sammy. Sammy getting involved somehow and basically getting Kale's career back for him. If the, if the, if the, I doubt if it. I up. doubt it. No, I don't. I don't see it happening. Uh, but either way, a Roman Roman versus Ko matches at the Rumble specifically are fire. So we getting something special. Yeah, yeah most definitely. Uh, next, and then Kofi and Santos had a decent match um, that happened, and uh, Santos won. Yeah, Santos won, and from there you've been watching. So, because uh, I had to get ready to record, so fill us in, Tyler. Uh, like I said, Charlotte defended her belt against Sonya Deville already. Pretty decent match. Uh, we had Karrion Cross and Scarlett versus Emma and Riddick Moss. They uh won and emasculated Riddick Moss at the end. They put a mask on him and dropped that uh that Rey Mysterio card on him. 
uh, and now we near ready to get Ricochet versus uh, versus Top Dollar in a Royal Rumble uh, qualifying match. And I think they're showing a uh, who are they showing a promo for? Is this Lacey Evans? Oh, they they got show the Lacey Evans promo that they cut out last week. <laughs> Hey, man. I is it her or is it somebody else? It might be Lacey Evans, G. There's nobody else that needs to come back. Oh, she's using the Cobra Clutch, yeah. Yeah. That's Either way. New Either way. The worst thing that ever happened, Lacey Evans, was Ric Flair. Was, was her getting pregnant. I hate to say that because, hey, the miracle of life is beautiful. But her getting pregnant derailed everything that she had going for herself. Derailed everything. Yeah. So... So I just feel bad for Lacey. But hopefully she gets back on track. Kind of like Lacey. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm like she ain't the greatest Lacey, person, but she she's a she's a good talent to have. You know, well, a okay talent to have. And plus, she, I still think she has the coldest name for a woman's finisher, which is the woman's right. A woman's right is that's the most fire woman's finisher name. It is. It is. You can't be mad at it. So with that said. That's what's been going on. Uh, I don't give a fuck what's going on in NXT right now. In uh, AEW, it's A fucking W. <laughs> the joke writes itself. Oh, shout out to Darby Allen finally winning a belt. That's that. That's what happened on AEW. Darby Allen finally won a I belt. I think you had the, uh, the TNT title before. No, he did. I do yeah, not remember. I think he yeah, did. he did. Yeah. Uh, it's just that they it made it a big deal. They made it a big deal because it was in his hometown. That's a damn all shame. Got, I do not remember that title reign. Seattle had a moment. That's a damn shame. I don't yeah. remember that title reign. Also, uh, the MJF match promo uh, thing stays the same because Dan Bryan has to go through a MK ladder of people just to fight MJF in a. Iron Man match that I do not Iron want Man. to see. I'm good. On I don't that. under. I don't like the stipulation only because MJF is not a bad wrestler. He's not a. He's not Daniel Bryan's going to carry that match, and it it just doesn't. It don't make sense. You're going to have him go through, like you said, a, basically a ladder for the next couple of weeks, building up to Revolution. He's going to win every match. He's going to win the majority of that match of that. Iron Man match and then just lose at the end. Pretty much. So, what is that's Daniel Bryan's prerogative? Ooh. But I mean, that's his AEW character. He can't win the big one. But either way, that's what's been going on in the wrestling this past week, um, and lately. So it is what it is. We're gonna go ahead and get ready to go into basketball, uh, real quick. But let me go ahead and very get exciting that weekend. Past yep. two weeks in basketball. Past few yeah. weeks of basketball has been exciting. Give us a moment. We'll, let me get that shit set up for you guys, and we'll be right back. You just finished that man in like two minutes flat. Yeah. After whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to go. Like, I'm just trying to go. Uh, yeah, I hit threes with no eyes. Threes from the ring, no lie. Cross my heart and I die. They don't want to catch me outside. Uh, they see no wave, it's a tie. I couldn't take an L if I tried. Uh, when I start trying to play around with them, they really start feeling my vibes. Oh, they can't reach from trying to reside. I don't reach up off all of my dad. What you have, I slip on my dad. Alright, we back. So, this is the NBA portion, basketball portion of Threes from the Ring. And, of 
course, it's your boy Chris J. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Trust Sav back. Tyler here. Yo. And if you've been listening to us, of course, it's the NBA side. So, with that being said, this past couple of weeks in basketball has been busting. <laughs> busting is the best word to describe it. The stars have been starring. They've been showing their ass. We've been getting legendary Hall of Fame record-setting um, performances from various players, various all-stars, superstars of the league. And it's really great to see, man. Really great way to open up the year in, in last year, especially as what most people consider the NBA season don't start until Christmas. So all this does is kind of get the people who do hop on later to be like, oh, shit, these niggas going crazy, which ain't no fucking surprise. But either way, it's good to see um, Luka sat there, went 60, 20, and 10. Uh, we had Giannis had, like, his past few games. I think even though right now they're getting their ass by the Hornets the last I looked. Giannis been ha- having a past, uh, his past week of basketball has been nuts. I think he's averaging 40 and 10 or something like that. And also had a 40-20-something game. Uh, Donovan Mitchell dropped 71 on the Bulls with an asterisk, but it is what it is. Uh, a lot of players is hooping. Jokic, Jokic had an insane game as well. Uh, Jason Tatum sent Luka the God last night. A lot of players is hooping, G. You love to see it, G. You very, really, very competitive basketball being being played right now. Yeah, a lot of competitive basketball. Especially for a lot of people that saying it's not that it's people that complain every season that it's not competitive enough. Like I don't know what's more competitive than this right now. Yeah, so it's a lot of it's good basketball being seen with with the stars, and you go from there about oh being the product and all of that. But it is what it is. Game changes every goddamn decade. But point being it is is we're gonna go ahead. What what is what was you guys' favorite performance from uh performance from this past couple of weeks? Um I didn't get to see all of all of Donovan Mitchell. I kinda like the very end of it, but I saw a lot of that uh that Luka game. Luka, man. Well, he said that it's easier to score, for at least for him to score in the NBA than it was in the Euroleague. He was not lying. Definitely not lying. Uh, Daytra, your favorite performance from uh, the players from this past week, past couple of weeks? Donovan Mitchell. Uh, like, I, I don't know if I was at church, but all I saw, I think Tyler came to me and he was like, bro, you saw how much Donovan Mitchell dropped? Oh, like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> this nigga just dropped seventy-two American points, and um, that was Almost amazing. Had a Shout, out to the Bulls for, Shout out to the Bulls for being part of that historic uh, situation. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of if I. Other than that, shout out to um, uh, Bron game on his birthday. Hey, that was a nice one. That was a really good one. Brian game on his birthday was amazing. Um, 
add Zach oh. Levine to the legendary performance. 41 points, four, 14 for 19, made 11 threes. Exactly. Brown birthday game was crazy. They had another 50, 50 I had to kill a Symmetra, bro. Um, <laughs> the fact that it sounds like that was a sweaty thing, G. <laughs> the fact that he said I had to kill a Symmetra, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I had to. My bad for being distracted, y'all, but we in a session right now, and I forgot we were recording today. Oh, that's cool. But, um, uh, I just want to highlight KD and how he leading this mm-hmm. net team. One, I think they 13 and like two in their last couple games. Not even with them just being 13 and two. When Kyrie is playing amazing, when Ben Simmons is playing like how Ben Simmons should be playing, I, I don't know. Um, but KD have a 72% true shooting. He's on the verge of having a 50, I mean, like a 40, 40 something. He on the verge of making history. like that. Um, so yeah, um, shout out to him. Yeah, the Nets are really they. I would say they. If we talk about like team of the week or something, the Nets are definitely my like team of the week. They've been they've been rolling. They look like a good basketball team again. I'm glad to see that they they're finding their way. I still think that it's still they still need another big body out there when it comes to. You know, when they get down to playoff time, because it's still gonna be you're gonna need the bigger, big body when you go up against the Celtics, Bucks, and uh, and Philly. But for the most part, they look like a a, a much better basketball team they have the last couple of years. Yeah, I I I did want to also bring up the Nets. It's just good to see them finally get a rhythm. I'm glad they didn't need to get the man who lost knee along. Uh, to make these type of adjustments and Jacques Vaughn getting his credit in regards to this, he should have got the job in the first place. But I'm just glad to see that um, the team's finally getting together. Kyrie shenanigans is behind them now. And they're moving forward in a good way because roster-wise, they had the potential to be the easily best team in the East, let alone the league. And things are starting to put starting to be put together. I think Joe Harris is on his way back or close to coming back. So that's a huge that's a huge that feels a huge need because you add in another shooter and Joe Harris is not a horrible defender. <laughs> not a horrible defender, but a great shooter and somebody who can at least hold his own defensively enough. So all you're doing is adding another weapon to that team that makes them even more dangerous and tough, makes life easier for KD and Kyrie to do as they please. Um, so I'm just happy to see that they're finally get it, getting it together. But a lot of a decent amount of teams are start like are starting to get into a flow of things right now. Uh, somehow, some way, the Lakers are still f- trying to figure it out despite LeBron being in and out the uh, lineup. Russ been in and out and all of that. They're starting to get something going, and AD is supposedly closer to coming back than expected, but I'm still going to put another two weeks on that. But a lot of teams are starting to get into a flow of things. The Nuggets, <laughs> I think I said on the preview pod, Tyler, I don't remember, 
that the Nuggets could be probably has the potential to be the best team in the in the West if things fail correctly and things are falling very fucking correctly. Uh, Jokic is yep. playing, even though some people got him high on the MVP race. His numbers don't equate to the past two years for me to give him MVP, but he is still Jokic. But with Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. stepping into a role strongly, and Aaron Gordon gaming somebody, you, you're you doing everything you're supposed to do. And with the additions of a KCP, who, who was a vet with championship experience, and Bruce Brown, who's played with a star of KD and Kyrie caliber, even Harden, he knows his. He knows what to do to be effective, uh, effective as well among the star, among a star. So, the Nuggets is really getting together at the right time. Uh, the Sacramento Kings, G. I got to get the Kings they flowers. Shout out to them because they finally coming coming out of a slump of just being a terrible team, and now they they're a team that gets out there and, and plays hard. They compete. It seems like they're finally being coached well. It's it's good to see when teams can, can turn it around somewhat, you know, at least I'm you know, just make, happy, make yeah. guys people want to come see y'all a little and bit. And I'm just happy to see You said what? My bad. I wouldn't even I posed to be fucking muted. Why the fuck did this nigga pick junk rat? I thought I picked junk rat. What the flying fuck? My bad, bro. I'm I'm pissed off right now. <laughs> see what Overwatch does. You see? But either way, uh, the Kings is definitely in a good getting in a good flow of things. Like if you like, as I'm looking at the West stand, the Western Conference specifically standings, this is legit a war zone. This is legitimately a war zone among teams, and it's like Western Conference such a fucking war zone. If AD came back tomorrow, the Lakers would be a fucking five seed, bro. <laughs> that's so bad. And that's the, the hilarious thing. If AD can just come back, be, get and stay it's in the flow. A lot of people saying it's both conferences. I mean, it's not both. Con- the East is fucking. Bro, the Bulls and the Lakers have the identical records. Yep, they do. I looked at that y- yesterday. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's crazy. They do. Because looking at the East. And one is just considered a regular team. You know, they not. Like, Lakers are considered a horrible team. While one is considered a. a f- Mid. <laughs> yeah. Mid, that's what exactly the Bulls are. Mid, which I have a rant for them later. Uh, either or, point being, people wanted parity in this league, and you kind of get this is the closest thing to parity you about to get. Uh, because all I'm say is come playoff time, you all will say is this: I'm still scared of the Warriors come playoff time. I'm it, not. It depends. I was. I'm scared in the sense of if Steph doesn't if. If Steph's shoulder still ain't shit, but if he comes back playing at a high level, which he was, I would be a little bit intimidated because the vets are still going to get that team together. You just still can't trust Jordan Poole. I still don't trust Jordan Poole as because he plays for white women, and you can't hoop if you're hooping for white women, honestly. Uh, but And the young niggas, too, unless they get a piece. But I still will be a little scared of the war slightly. Uh, and you better just pray that the Lakers just don't get it together because I think a motivated LeBron and a Russ, and if they do keep Russ in AD will probably be a scary sight in a slow-paced basketball setting that is the playoffs. So 
just the west is going to be a hell zone a war zone map and then the east is just going to be entertaining as hell the east yeah. is going to be outright entertaining uh especially depending on how things flow because even some of the potential matchups that the playoffs start today will be very funny very fucking funny but uh I just want to take a moment, though, and talk about one team that is very fraudulent. And I think it's time that we finally just accept the fact that this team is fraudulent. Um, and that is the Los Angeles fucking Clippers. Um, we've yes. been saying since 2020, no, 2019, that, oh, yeah, this team is going to be a freaking title contender. This is They're going to win for the next two decades. They're going to run L.A. Yes, they probably have went deeper in the playoffs consistently than the Lakers have over the past two years. That's lovely, but they have yet to take the crown to L.A. despite how you feel about the damn Mickey Mouse uh, title, as y'all like to call it. Point being, they still haven't got the job done. Just like the Lakers, their star has their star player, one of their star players can't stay on the fucking court. Yeah, y'all keep saying that this is a championship contender because they have ten wings on their team. They're, by that logic, the Bulls should be one of the should be a title contender because they got ten guards on their team. That's what y'all telling me. Uh, shout Ty Lu just doing what he has to do with that horrible misconstrued lineup because you have literally ten niggas who kind of play the same game of basketball. You have two niggas who play two of your stars play exactly the same just one shoots longer threes than the other uh your guards ain't shit because you still have reggie jackson as one of your guards you don't play your young niggas because you have so many fucking vets that you have to appease them you still have marcus morris on your team uh he did like i don't know if he ever recovered from Jokic sending his noodles to to the hell's hell hole um like yeah like this is a very fraudulent team yes on paper this is a very cool team this should be a championship team despite the fact Zubac is having a career year by the way this should be a championship title team but when you get your ass kicked by Jokic in the game and you're down by 50 in the third quarter that's a problem that is a huge ass problem that's when you have to sit down and reconsider things like, do you really need your own arena just to get your ass kicked by Luka every other night? Every foreign nigga has career nights against the Clippers, by the way. I need to know what is the, what, how do foreigners view the Clippers or something in Europe? Because Jokic be having career nights. Luka always send these niggas to God, whether he win or lose. He sending them niggas to God. Giannis probably has like, had career nights against these market. niggas. You the said best what? best team to contain Luka, which is fucking crazy, is the Celtics, who absolutely contained the fuck out of the nigga last time they played. Crazy enough, the Lakers do a good job and not make it because the Lakers have, I think, the 26th best defense in the league. That's It's only four teams worse to do. <laughs> I hope that you ain't that good. All right, so with them having a 26, Luca's supposed to average 45 on them niggas. And they still, that Christmas game, until, you know, that team started to be that team, absolutely 
they show, hey, we can stop Luka from getting shots. Um, I'm trying to think of another team that's do. Uh, I think a Nuggets team washes a, a healthy. Well, you know, a playoff Nuggets team washes. I won't be surprised if, and I'm saying, I know I'm, I'm not saying this early. Jokic is going to the finals this year. Uh, I'm thinking it now. Is he the way he got that team playing? He might win his third consecutive MVP too. The way he got that team playing, uh, the way that he can have a horrible offensive night, but they can still be about forty. Luka, I mean, Jokic wasn't the one killing them niggas offensively. It was everybody else. But the way that ball moved, man, it's different. Like, you know, I you know, I'm not on that foreign train like everybody else, bro. Like, you know, I think basketball is basketball. No matter what country you're from, you just got to be good at the shit, right? So I'm not on that. The world is is showing the AAU kids that that's not the way you make the play to get. Nigga, the reason ain't no more poor kids playing basketball. That's the reason it's happening. All the greats was poor. Dirt poor. <laughs> you're like, Michael Jordan was from North Carolina. LeBron, Ohio. Accurate. <laughs> Like, come on, man. Kobe probably won. Kobe, Kobe is an anomaly because that nigga was born in fucking Italy or some shit. That nigga traveled, so yeah. Yeah, like, that come on, man. But bring back when you start bringing back po niggas back in basketball because AAU outpriced the niggas that we do get. You will start seeing real niggas in the league. Yeah, Jimmy Butler didn't think he was a a drama queen. That's another nigga who a real one. You know. But he, 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 Jimmy Butler likes to, you know, call off every other day, so. Jimmy Butler's the Sasha Banks of basketball. Oh, he is the Sasha Banks of the NBA. Okay, I'm naming the episode. That, is Jimmy Butler's is the crazy. Sasha Banks yeah, of the NBA. That, is that the, that's the title for this episode? Yep. Jimmy Butler's the Sasha Banks of the NBA. See? <laughs> Niggas gonna be mad. They might get, literally might, yeah. Uh, they gonna be pissed, but who gives a fuck about that high? Either way. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, uh, speaking of Miami Heat, they have been they they were the suck. They I didn't mean, get like better. That. How did they get better this year? They put How all they they, they bet they bet it all on Tyler fucking Hero. It's crazy, yeah. I don't know. I don't think Pat really really got it like everybody say he got it. That man got blessed with LeBron. D Wade he. He is lucky that D Wade's best friend was LeBron James, and LeBron was like, "Hey, folk, South Beach, y'all got palm trees and water." And, <laughs> and he was like, "Shit, let me slide over here for a few years, and probably would have stayed if Pat Riley would have shut the fuck up." Yep. That's literally <laughs> you would have stayed if Pat Riley would have shut the fuck up. And if D Wade took took his knee, knees a lot more seriously too, either way in this whole situation, Pat Riley was blessed. He was really blessed. You can't just keep putting fucking lifeguards out there every time somebody gets hurt and think, "Oh shit, this shit going to work." No. No. That's why you lost to Thomas fucking Bryan, Dennis Schroeder, and and. 50% of Russell Westbrook. That's why. With a, he- with a healthy Jimmy, a healthy Bam. We turned that game on the other day. 
the first play we seen was the nigga on the Lakers smoke a wide open layup. But yeah, turn this shit off. And by the way, Lonnie Walker's hurt. Austin Reeves got hurt in that game, I believe. And you lost that game. Don't talk to me about the heat no more, G. Don't talk to me about the heat no more. Jimmy Butler, it's Sasha Banks of basketball. And Bam ain't Bam. Bam is cool. He cool. That's I it, think man. Bam was the only one that had a good game the other day. And he, once again, he cool. You still let Thomas Bryant ball. And yes, Thomas Bryant is playing some really great basketball right now. But you still let Thomas Bryant ball on you. Y'all told me Bam was supposed to be out here being like that Rudy Gobert has one of his defense player of the years. Not when Thomas Bryant do you like that, brother. Not when Thomas Bryant do you like that. Can't honor that shit. Either way, point being in all of this, the Heat, frauds. Clippers, frauds. And also, they're too damn good to try to be in the uh, French Vic situation. Y'all can't get French Vic. Y'all too good. Y'all can't get in that conversation. So, I'm just throwing the fraud title on them now. So, when after Mother's Day, come playoff time after Mother's Day, and they get eliminated, and that's if the Heat make the playoffs, by the way, because they ain't playing territory right now, I won't feel as bad because I said it first on January 6, 2023, at 845, around that time. Frauds. So, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. We need to stop dick riding the Clippers. We y'all need to put like yes, Kawhi has a hell of a resume, but that nigga has that resume it. ain't holding up anymore. It's, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that now. It's not holding up anymore. He don't play enough basketball, dude. He plays he's enough basketball. Well. It's a very deep team, and that's not good. Yep. Like having a they team. It don't make good. sense how much they they underachieve for as talented as that team. Frauds. Fraudulent. Simple as that. They're frauds. We we blame Doc Rivers. That's easy. It's easy to blame Doc Rivers. That's like the easiest Doc thing. Doc Rivers shows his card every time. Yeah, we. It's easy to blame Doc. It's cool. That's that's the wave. Is to blame Doc Rivers. We do it on this podcast because that's that's the stage where Philly is right now. Is blame Doc Rivers. But I would sit here and say hey, this. Rivers said it too. Hey, uh, Ty Lue was right on the bench with me. Hey, and Ty Lue, you had, look, yeah, you told LeBron to kiss your ass and, fo- and follow what I say, but you can't get Kawhi to work. You can't, go, you can't get Kawhi to come to work. Like, Kawhi's the king of part-time. That man's getting, it's the king of literally playing 40 games and getting $40 million. That is a million dollars a game. I want that lifestyle. And dare somebody to tell me otherwise. <laughs> but because he has two defense player of the years, two finals MVPs, and two rings, they say, nah, Kawhi, can, we don't got to give him the street clothes allegations. Fuck out of here. That alone tells me you need to be on the court. Because he literally got a degenerating leg. Like, when Kawhi's aiding, he probably won't have a leg, bro. Like it's better. And I agree, his but, leg ain't shit. His leg ain't like, shit. I don't blame Kawhi. 
I don't know why Paul George got the bones of a 80-year-old man as well. Well, ever since Paul George leg, you know, did that thing in in the FIBA game, uh, yeah, uh, I get it. (laughs) I get it. But, um, Either way, but it's like it still don't as a as an entire team, the entire makeup of the team, it just don't make sense how how mid they can be at sometimes. And I agree, and it's not deserved that they get that they're title contenders when your two best players are always hurt. And, and then expect that- when they're not hurt and they in the playoffs, they getting torched. Because literally, you are a Luca saying, I don't like you niggas from dropping 40 every night. Yeah, it may lead to a game seven, but you might lose that game seven. Or Jokic saying, I'm controlling the tempo in this post, and you niggas ain't going to stop me. Or Joe Ingles moment away from getting sent home. Well, Joe Ingles is over east, so he don't got to worry about that no more. Either way. Stop talking about the Clippers until further notice. That's all I ask. Stop talking about the Clippers until further notice. I can't take them seriously. I'm going to stop taking them seriously until they tell me otherwise. And it's just going to be as simple as that. Um, What else we need to talk about? Um, All I'm going to say about the Bulls, the Bulls are probably, they need to figure out what they want to do within the next couple of weeks. Because, yes, they just beat Philly. Zach Levine said, hey, I'm still here. I'm him. And he's actually starting to get it together after the uh, the, the clutch sports move of, hey, I don't like it here. Uh, reports started coming out. So I ain't mad at it. But Bulls need to figure out what they want to do. You're going to be mid or you're going to try to go all in, hopefully, and hope. Keyword hope that you're hope. bad enough to increase your lottery odds because if that pick isn't top five it's going to the magic so the bulls are in a very horrible case of what the fuck are we going to do go in the playoffs get that playoff revenue hope for the best get eliminated in the first round by Jason Tatum and them boys Or Giannis and them boys, God forbid, and we just lost day trail. Or God forbid, the Nets. What you gonna do? I need to know. Or tank, hope, trade everybody, tank, and hope that you get a top two pick and get Vic or Scoot. Scooter. Where the fuck is his name? Scoot. And, or Vic. One of the two. By the way, those are the only two niggas coming in this draft that I know of. Because college basketball has been ass. I can't even I don't even know who the top five teams are I don't know who the top five teams are I don't know who's the hot freshman ESPN doesn't even talk about college basketball G that in itself says a lot about the product but anyway boys need to figure it out you take a chance play the lottery lose the lottery and you're fucked or tough it out 
lose in the first round, be the middle of the road team. What the fuck do the Bulls do? I don't know. Bulls are in a. Has there been any updates on Lonzo's health? By the way, I know he's probably not coming back no time soon, but you know, hopefully, you know, he's doing okay. Because I, I want to say this: I, I do feel for players that 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 deal with the shit that he's dealing with because just as a human being, like it sucks. To, it probably sucks to feel like you know something is getting ripped away from you that you've worked so hard for. Because Lonzo was he was a difference maker for this team when he was healthy. He was a difference maker when he, you know, when he finally found his way when he was playing New Orleans to, you know, he was finding his way in the league, you know. I just hope, you know, he's in good spirits, you know, that, you know, he's straight because I know that, you know, sitting at home, you know, granted, you got money, but, you know, you worked hard for this. Almost with Lonzo, the last update I heard was that he's still being evaluated. It's slight progress, but nothing where he can practice with the team or nothing like that. Like, it's still... His knee is fucked up. Like that man probably also has the same situation that Kawhi got, where it's just a degenerative knee leg injury. And I feel for Lonzo, and it's unfortunate because he was really playing some of the best basketball of his career, um, when he did before his knee went to hell. But if Lonzo was on the team, would it make a difference? Probably, most definitely. But you. It's you can't put all your chips on him. That's all I say. Right. You can't put all your it, chips on him. It wouldn't make that much of a difference as far as they, you know, position, you know, as a team. But I was this was I was just asking this because I was I was you know thinking about you know hoping. No, like it's a legit question because Lonzo plays a role in everything that the Bulls expected with the roster as it was constructed. You know. Yeah. But yeah, but. Uh, at this point, it's just with the Bulls, it is what it is. Um, and it really falls on Zach and DeMar trying to figure shit out. Or they trying to get recoup some I don't picks. think they like each other, though. I don't think they do either. I don't think they do. Which is crazy. Yeah, like, I don't think they do either. But it's just the way that roster constructed and you don't have a point guard like Lonzo, that team's fucked. That was and the that's why they're so inconsistent. In my life, bro. You said my what? bad. I just saw some dumb shit. In my- <laughs> I don't know what the hell he saw, but he saw some shit. <laughs> I'm gonna assume it's Overwatch related, but yeah. But it, with the Bulls, it is what it is at the end of the day. So before we wrap this up, we're gonna uh, look at the All Star votes returns. The first set of All Star votes returns are in, and. Hey man, you it's it's things that you know the obvious is gonna be the obvious things that's gonna happen. LeBron being the leading vote getter, of course. It's fucking LeBron James. Kevin Durant being second, I'm not surprised. It's Kev it's KD. Now if you sit and tell me that the thing that surprised me is Kyrie being number one among Eastern guards, that's shocking. That's honestly really shocking in itself because that nigga said he hate <laughs> like that nigga made everybody watch a documentary so that means you know who voted for Kyrie black people black yeah of course black people but but neo-nazis come on 
You're probably not lying. Bro, I'm just stating the obvious. I'm surprised. Like, not to say that Kyrie don't deserve to be an all-star starter or nothing like that. He's hooping. He deserves it. But think about the demographic people that more likely voted for Kyrie. Yes, black people. Black men specifically. Hebrew is like black men. And neo Nazis, white white men, white men, neo Nazis, and also ain't this All Star game in Utah? Don't remind me. <laughs> that makes this even more comical. <laughs> That's what makes this even more comical is the fact that Kyrie. This gonna be the most uneventful All Star weekend ever. Bro, them niggas ain't getting. Ain't them niggas is really gonna go to that game just to. Just to play basketball, G. Ain't nothing. To, bro, I don't know what. There's clubs in in Salt Lake City, G. Bro. I don't think there's strip clubs. Probably got a brothel. And that brothel probably mid. That ain't, G. I don't think there's holes in Utah. It's, uh... There's a lot of Republicans and Mitt Romney. That's all I know. That's in, in, in Carmel. Oh, I'm about to Google I mean, this. Hopefully, shit. I don't get in trouble for this. Do Utah have beautiful women? <laughs> Google's like, hell no. All right, man. So Damn, the Knicks end up did, ended up winning. I had Toronto. So some so there's a question you know that website called Quora where they ask, it's a random question that always is asked. Somebody asks, "How would you yeah. describe the girls from Salt Lake City?" Somebody says, "This is the first one that's got the most positive responses." In my experience, stunning is a good description for a couple of reasons. I've only been <laughs> in Salt Lake City once, traveling on a, with a friend on business. We hit hit town early late morning. My buddy was finished with his sales stops about three that afternoon. It was Friday. We wanted to see what Salt Lake City had to offer for a nightlife. We stopped at the liquor store, and much to our delight, we saw a carload of pretty girls, young women, early twenties. Another girl was coming out the store as we got to the door. She smiled, looked a little shy. She gave us the address to a club. So they do have clubs. They have liquor stores. And they supposedly have pretty women. I'm going to go on a limb and say that some women was not actually from there. It was probably visiting. They're probably college students is what you're saying. Because if you're a college student, early 20s, and they're at the liquor store, they're probably college students. Yep. So with that all being said, Utah don't have hoes. <laughs> James Harden is going to be disappointed. James Harden going to use All-Star Weekend as rest. James Harden, if, if James Harden, which he shouldn't be an All-Star this year anyway. Yeah, if he was to be, he's not going. He's not. I, I, I won't be surprised if he don't go. Anyway, but... uh. But let's go ahead and I'm look gonna at play, I'm going to play decent enough to not make the All-Star game until after All-Star game. Bro, that would be hilarious. 
No, dead G. That would be hilarious. James Harden suddenly looks a lot better. Philly gets better after the All-Star weekend because James Harden did not want to go to the All-Star game. <laughs> Man's made a business decision. Bro. Bro. If you predict that perfectly, G, that would be hilarious. But uh, but anyway, but if, if this was the final vote for the All-Star uh, game, these would be the starters based on the first returns. For the West, it will be LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Jokic as your front court, and Steph Curry and Luka as your back court. I'm not mad at that. I have no issue with that at all. I think we said we said that was our uh, our picks when we talked about it a while ago. I think I didn't have AD, and I think I had Zion, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah we said it was a toss up between Zion and uh, Anthony Davis. Yeah, which at this at this point, depending on who comes back first. We'll see. Uh, there on the east on the Easter side of things, it'd be KD. Giannis Embiid with Tatum being snubbed out uh, for the front court with Kyrie and Donovan Mitchell being the guards, which honestly I'm not mad at. Uh, also, shout out to Derrick Rose, who probably only played five minutes of basketball this season for making the top ten vote in guards. Chicago still loves Derrick Rose. That yeah. that. The love for Derrick Rose is a little bit unhealthy now. Because, <laughs> like, gee, that nigga is just sitting on the bench resting his ankles and knees. That nigga's doing interviews. I ain't voting for no other nigga. Also, niggas probably saw Derrick Rose uh, domesticate his baby mama and his wife and was like, goals. So. <laughs> <laughs> but also, free Derrick Rose. He really ain't. Yeah, still free Derrick Rose. Cause, but I would say this. Shout out to Tibbs because he didn't fully sacrifice Derrick Rose like we thought he was. So, shout out to that. Mm-hmm. We we got to take our W's in some capacity. Uh, who else is wacky on this list? That uh, Austin Reeves being on here as well is insane. Uh, yeah, I see. Kavon Looney as well. That's insane. Uh, what? Kavon Looney has as many votes has more votes than Derrick Rose and more votes than Kyle Kuzma and more vote he has more votes than Devin Booker that's wild that's insane very what much y'all doing out here? What's, what's y'all train of thought for y'all when y'all thinking about these like, things bro the fact that Devin Booker and he's having is one of his best seasons is not in the running is hilarious. He's gonna get snubbed on some dumb shit. Fuck him. Oh, <laughs> that's y'all top ten. That's y'all top ten three way player. That's no, he y'all say he's the two, best. He is not top ten two way. You getting Kevin Looney in there. Hey man. Either way, point being in all of this, uh, this is just the first fan returns, and also people got to remember that the fan returns only represent, I think, 50% of the vote, or yeah, 50% or two-thirds of it. So, no, I think it just represents a third of it because the uh, the media and the players 
get the last vote, get the other two votes that matter in regards to who the starters are. So, this is just one portion of it. But uh, it's really interesting just to see where the fans are. It's not as trolly as I thought it was going to be, though. The only troll vote I see is Austin Reeves and Kevon Looney and Derrick Rose and Nick Claxton. But other than that, like, I'm not too mad. But, yeah. Yeah. So other than that, like, it is what it is. But let's go ahead and wrap this up. We appreciate you guys for listening. If you're watching us, make sure you hit that subscribe button on uh, You Tweaking Media. Make sure you are. before Before we get away from it, I know we don't usually do this for Freezer the Ring. But I got a uh, clown of the week. Go ahead. Hold on, matter of fact, let me give you the sound bite too. Shit, let me give you one. Hold on. Since you want to be a fucking clown, I thought I should let you know the circus is nine miles. Because Tyler isn't on Black Otaku's except when uh, this past week's episode. <laughs> but um, yeah, my clown of the week is, is Skip Bayless. You know, we went through a, a, a situation earlier this week with uh with a, a player from the Buffalo Bills. I, Sorry, I'm forgetting his name. That he's in. Uh, he's doing better from what I, what they've been. Uh, his family. Yeah, he, he actually FaceTimed his teammates you today, know. so he's actually doing really well. That's that's good to hear. But we had one jackass that thought that his his word is law when it comes to to anything sports related or anything about life. His name is Skip Bayless. He's a fucking clown. The man trying to prioritize a football game over the over somebody's life. You know, his life could have been lost out on that field. Thank God that it hasn't been. And you worried about uh, a, a fucking game being rescheduled, which they also said that it's not going to be rescheduled either. So shout out to the NFL for making that move. Um, Like, your word is not law, bro. And you, you, you're tweaking. Like, players have came up to you and told you that you or have tweeted you and said you're tweaking. Your co-host said that you need to take that shit down. You disrespect him on air, you know. It's, it's a lot of reasons not to like Skip Bayless, but it's it's he he's a clown. He's he's a straight up clown. And then he, he said, and it's un- eventually he's gonna catch up to him. It will, in due time it will. But yeah, so I, that's gonna be Tyler just kind of spoiled who my clown was gonna be this week on Black Otaku. So listen to that. Nah. But like I was saying, subscribe to us on YouTube. You tweaking media if you haven't yet, please do so. Make sure you let a friend know that you rock with you tweaking media, that you rock with threes from the rain. Share it with one person, share it with two people, share it with your family, friends, auntie, cousin. I don't give a fuck. Let people know you rock with you tweaking media, G, because we're going to be, we, like I said, I'm trying to give y'all consistent content this year. We're going to give you guys consistency this year. And that's the goal is to get back to what we once was, which was consistent. So with that said, let the people know you rock with us. We got content on the page for you. If you listening to us, make sure you continue to do your thing. You share, tell your people's know as well. One, two, three people, co-works, whoever. I don't care that you rock, that you listen to you tweaking media, that you listen to Threes from the Ring. Follow us on Twitter at Threes from the Ring. Follow the Facebook page as well. You tweaking media as well. We appreciate all the support, all that shit on the real. And thanks for listening. And peace. Peace. Avita's in.